happy Thursday evening, everyone. Uh, probably afternoon where our guests are at, but what can I say? It is dark here, I can say that. And today we are bringing in December, rocking it in with two of the ladies from the Iron Maidens, the all-female tribute band, Kirsten Rosenberg and Wanda Ortiz. And let's just say welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. So I'm happy to be here. Uh, thank you. I was actually you reading up a here. little bit. <laughs> I was reading up a little bit, and y'all been the Iron Mains have been around for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Definitely quite impressive, I have to say. So it is. So you I know, have to add. I was gonna say we were ask. talking in the beginning, and I'm like, you know, we grew up. Greg and I grew up in like the the one hit wonder decade. It's like I have mad respect that you guys have been at this for 20 years. Total mad respect for that. Well, hey, look at me. I'm a, just a kid. You know I couldn't have been in the band for 20 years. <laughs> um, but I actually, all right, I'm an old fart, but I wasn't in the band the whole time. But Wanda was there at no. the beginning. Y'all have she been around old. a while. Wanda's, no, Wanda's been in the band since the beginning. Well, I, I joined the band after maybe the 13th or 14th show. Like, But, yeah, it was almost 20 years ago. So you were 12 at the time? Uh, just a <laughs> child, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. It really was. Well, one thing I have to ask just is, what, what inspired y'all for to get into music? What was y'all's big inspiration? Because everybody has a story with music. You want to go first, Wanda? Uh, I actually started playing when I was nine. I just really liked music back then. Um, the school had an orchestra program and uh, I just wanted to play anything. So they didn't have a, I originally wanted to play the cello but the school didn't have any more or any violins. They only had a lone double bass. So that's what I ended up with. And um, I'm still playing bass to this day. Very nice. Kirsten? And, uh, okay, so I did not have any great musical aspirations as a kid. I was a music fan and I was excellent uh, lip singer, you know, and um, actually I, I did I did play the French horn. I was pretty good at that, but um, I, you know, I wasn't any special gifted singer. I was actually pretty crappy, but as a, an adult, I thought it would be fun to take voice lessons just just because once you're an adult, you're kind of past the embarrassment stage. Like, I was like, I don't care that I suck. It'll just be fun, and I'll do it for me. And Steve Whiteman from Kix gave lessons. I was living on the East Coast. And so I took lessons with him for like three years, and it was a game changer, and he was an amazing teacher. And then I got, you know, the courage up to try to join some bands and one thing led to another and I found out about the Iron Maidens and I threatened to kill them if they didn't let me join the band. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny because one of the concerts that I actually went to was down here in Houston was Rat, Brittany Fox and Kicks. So, oh, right. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I'm one of those that's multi-genre. I think I have to say, multi-genre, I used to listen to Iron Maiden when I was in high school, and Metallica, and all the bands, yeah. but 
come, I think September 12th is when my heart and soul turned when Alan Jackson did his one song for country. Where were you when the world stopped turning? (laughs) That was actually my turning point, but that doesn't mean I don't listen to everything still. (laughs) Yeah. And I've actually gone to YouTube and looked up some of your videos. And I have to say, I actually did a comparison of y'all with Iron Maiden and the sound was dead on. And I was really? like, I was impressed with that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Y'all thanks. definitely do justice to uh, all of the uh, classic songs as well as some of the obscure songs. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's a, a labor of love, that's for sure. You must have seen some, some good quality videos because, man, there's a lot of crappy, crappy sounding <laughs> videos. Like, you know, because people, everyone posts everything. They'll be standing yes. right at the foot of the stage and the sound is awful. They're doing it through their phone or whatever. And then it's just like, I got one that was actually high def. I actually got one that was a high def. It took me a okay. long time to find it. but So since Wanda was there toward the beginning, um, what made you guys pick Iron Maidens to be the tribute band too? And what got you guys started, you know, as far as picking what route to choose from? Well, at that point in time, we were all actually just looking for a fun side project. We all had other bands and jobs and we were just looking for something fun to just play out every once in a while. And we all happened to be, we love, we loved Iron Maiden. We all loved Iron Maiden. So um, we thought that'd be great. Uh, actually, uh, we had a different singer at the time. She had a co-ed Iron Maiden tribute band, and so uh, she just decided to make it all female. And uh, we had already known each other through playing with friends and acquaintances, and and uh, that was pretty much how that came about. Uh, we never planned on it being a touring project. It was mainly started as just a fun thing, but after the first few gigs, we just started getting phone calls and... Uh, yeah, now this project keeps us busy. You you just never know when something you know might work. So we we were surprised. We're like, you know, this is this is like an all female tribute, right? And they're like, yeah. So anyway, that's that's how that came about. Very uh, that's cool. Definitely got to be fun. So, what's been some of y'all's favorite moments when y'all been up on stage? Oh, I got I one. one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, really, I mean, every time we play, it's a joy. Uh, you know, you don't always play under the most perfect circumstances. Maybe uh, something, you know, having to do with some technical issue or sound issue. But I mean, just the, the pure joy of sharing the experience with fellow Iron Maiden fans. So let me just state that off the top. But a total like bucket list moment was when we got to play, or I should say Paul Diano sat in with us when we played, we were playing in London, and he got in for a couple of songs, and we oh, were right there on the wow. stage. With there him, he is. You know, and he sounded mm. phenomenal, and it was just like, I cannot believe I am sharing the stage right now, you know, with the original singer of Iron Maiden. It was just yep. my oh. I don't know that I'd be able to speak, let alone sing, so. Oh <laughs> I wish tough. I might have pooped my pants. I might have. <laughs> you know, I might have had a heart attack or two, but you know it's okay. Yeah. Paul has scheduled uh, several uh, shows in Texas, but they never came to uh, fruition. 
uh, for some reason. I know he's had issues uh, for whatever reason, uh, either coming into the country or one time there was he was here and there was a snowstorm and it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, but he's definitely worth worth checking out. Okay, Wanda, well, what about one of your favorite moments? <laughs> no, sorry about my phone. It's something weird. Uh, my favorite moment, one of my most memorable memorable moments, was when we shared the stage with uh, Steve Harris's daughter, Lauren Harris. We all played in Mexico City at the Hard Rock Cafe, and um, of course, Steve came to support his daughter. But surprisingly, he stayed for our set too. Uh, Bruce Dickinson was also in the audience, so it was a little bit nerve wracking. Um, wow. seeing them there in the audience, but uh, we, we pulled it off and afterwards Steve came up to us and let us know that he enjoyed the show. So, I mean, I guess it can't really get better than that. That that was definitely a- So you had approval from the uh, Iron Maiden themselves. Well, I don't know that I'd be so far to, you know, go so far to say that. He, he said <laughs> he liked us, so I, I guess yeah. that's an approval, right? Yeah. So Trevor wants to know where you guys are playing next. Arizona. Oh, well, yeah, Arizona. We're in Tempe, Tempe and then Phoenix, or the other way around. It's at uh, the Marquee one night and Encore, which I think is in, no, we're in Tucson. God, I'm back. See, I got to check my cheat sheet. <laughs> so where's your phone? I don't know where we are. I don't know where I am. Hold on. But we, did, we did figure out, when are you guys coming to Texas now? I think we figured that out before we came on. January. Yeah. Uh, that, that's January. Not not far off. January. Awesome. Uh, and where was yeah, where is this they're gonna be? Uh, in in Texas. They're gonna, gonna be. be at... uh, yeah, January thirteenth. We're gonna be at Cooter's Pub in Eagle Pass. <laughs> I'm sure that's how you have to say it, right? Uh, Sam Burger <laughs> really sure. in San Antonio. Uh, the Backyard Bar in Waco. And there you go. Uh, uh, trees in Dallas, and that starts on uh, January 13th and runs through that weekend. So yeah. Got it. But to answer uh, the uh, the previous person's question, to be correct, uh, actually tomorrow, tomorrow Friday it is. We're in Tempe, Arizona, at the Marquee Theater, and on Saturday we're at Encore in Tucson. Nice. Oh, nice. Now tell them that Gilligan says hi from Robert O'Malley. Mm -hmm. I don't know who that is. But where can people find out more about you guys online and like your schedule and stuff? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, you know, we have our website, uh, the Iron Maidens dot com, dot com. But really, uh, I think the social media is probably better. You know, we're on uh, all the the socials: Facebook, it's the Iron Maidens official, Instagram. Um, yeah. What else? Again, old lady here. What are, what are the kids? Uh, Twitter. What are the social Twitter, Not MySpace. I know that much. But <laughs> no, but I remember MySpace. I do remember MySpace. Who's in charge, uh, who's in charge right. of all your social media? Well, um, actually, we all have various jobs within the band. And uh, um, it's mostly Nikki. Uh, our Davina Murray, and with help from Linda, our Nico McBrain, 
you know, <laughs> right. handle the social media because God knows I suck at it clearly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that good at editing either. His, yeah, we're like tell. social Having media cards. Well, James Chisholm wants to know if any of you guys play air guitars as well. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm pretty fucking good at it. I play left-handed, so not everybody can play my air guitar, you know. But I can play behind my head. I can swing that shit around. I play air bass. I play air drums. I've threatened I to shred. do drums for one of the Comic Cons that L was going to be at, but yep, I told right. him I'd have to have a lot of margaritas before that happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lordy. The only reason I'm a singer is because I sucked at everything else. I, I, I call myself an expert beginner guitar player because uh, I did take guitar lessons as a kid for many years, and I never progressed past being a total beginner who sucked. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And the, but, but you were good on the French horn, right? Oh, I, I kicked ass on the French horn. I was first chair. <laughs> I want to bring that shit back. Seriously. I, I did I did guitar hero. What can I say? I did a trumpet, okay. so it's kind of unique to oh. run into somebody else who was brass. I, I was saxophone. Okay, yeah. I could see what that. Were you? I was L, trumpet, you? he was saxophone. Oh, okay. Hey, we could have like some kind of weird little jam band among us. Yeah, little combo. Yeah. As long as it's on the Xbox, I'll do good. <laughs> well, now I've graduated to I can do piano, I can do trumpet, but I, I'm working on a violin and yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet though. It kind of sounds like a cat scratch, but well, I don't know if you guys know that Wanda is actually a, an acclaimed musician who plays in orchestras and symphonies and oh, yeah, nice. I'm on teacher hall. Yeah, nice. yeah, she, nice. she's real, she's legit. She is legit. So, so we're having know, music. You don't. We're having music envy. <laughs> there we go. Are we going to hear you in some of these scores for some of these Marvel movies coming up? <laughs> oh, I wish. Actually, <laughs> I, I wish I could do more orchestral stuff, but the the band actually keeps me busy. So, uh, I have a a, a, a a main symphony I play in, and so I try to have the band work around those dates, but. Um, it's hard for me to take other work. Otherwise, you know, then they can't play. So um, anyway, I, I, I'm trying to just have the best of both worlds. You know, uh, the, the girls are kind of keeping. Oh, I think it, that, that project keeps everybody busy. So it, it's hard to do a lot of other things in addition to. But, you know, we've we all managed to do a little bit on the side. Mm hmm. I was going to ask you, what other interests do you have outside of Iron Maiden? What other instruments? Interests. Oh, interests. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Well, you know, I, I do play in the symphony orchestra and with um, different chamber groups in the Southern California area. Area. Um, I was on a CD with uh, Bruce Dickinson's old keyboard player, Mysteria. So... I recorded uh, bass guitar for that. I, I did some bass guitar on a Halloween CD. Um, I've also got a second career in technology, so I, I do that. I 
I keep pretty busy as we all, the whole band does. Kirsten's does stuff with animals and very active with, you know, animal rescue groups and nice. come on, Kirsten. Very and now nice. she's tuning okay. your horn. So um, yeah. Your horn. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, my, my passion outside of, of the band is it, our animals. Actually, we are a band full of animal lovers. We, we, oh, awesome. yeah, we're all kindred in that way. And, um, you know, um, certainly uh, uh, we have a whole menagerie here. Um, I'm wearing my farm gear right now. You know? <laughs> um, we have a, 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 a mini horse, a donkey, chickens, dogs, cats. Uh, we did have a, a pig. She passed sadly, but um, I know. And they're all rescues. They're all adopted. As I mentioned uh, before we got started, I'm vegan. That's a, a passion of mine. Um, but it, well, I feel very strongly about, yeah. And, and also hookers and blow. I'm totally into hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, yeah, that's an interesting mix. I'm like, yeah. Anubis, usually our Thursdays and Friday shows are usually late. Or not late, but evenings. Anubis is one of us who joins us from Twitch. And he has great with dad jokes. Yes. He's, he's like the dad person. jokes extraordinaire. <laughs> he, what, what a talent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he could just crack it up. So, Elf, questions? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Somebody's missing him. Hold oh. on. There you are. There you oh. go. Try again, Elf. Yep. We yep. can hear you. So, um, which uh, era of Iron Maiden are you um, more familiar with or enjoy more? The older or some of the newer? You mean as as just as fans or, or what we do in the band? Uh, as fans and uh, um, the songs that you choose. Uh, well, I'll go first. Um, well, as a fan, <laughs> I mean, I love it all. Yeah, I have have my favorites they tend to be stuff that's 80s 90s actually Sorry. and in the early 2000s um but uh that's me personally and, and the newer stuff is great too i mean they just keep they're like energizer bunnies iron maiden they just keep putting out quality <laughs> quality material it's just phenomenal their longevity um as a band though we cover everything from the beginning all the way through a dance um dance of death is the I think the the most recent album right, Wanda? Oh, we lost oh, her. She just lost. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Robert Melly wants to know if y'all know when y'all are coming back to Kansas City again, or is that you too know, far? We, we don't we don't have Kansas City on our schedule right now, and I believe me, no one would love to get back there more than me. Well, actually, Linda has family there, and I have family there, and I love Kansas City. And uh, you're reminding me to to harass our booking agent to get us get us back in Kansas City ASAP. So that brings me to a question: How much control do you guys have over your schedule at all? Any? Oh, I mean, well, you know, we can say, oh, basically, we have amazing uh, agents with big time entertainment, and you know, they're always hustling and. And they want to they want to keep us working all the time. So we always can say, oh, we can't do those dates or somebody in the band has a blackout. Uh, but otherwise, we 
truly have the luxury of having great agents and, you know, the offers come in and, and they not only field incoming offers, but they are very proactive and, you know, getting us gigs. You're so. getting you guys kind of centralized because you said you're all in Arizona and then for Texas, you're all in a Texas area. So you're not like bouncing all over the country. All the right. Time. I mean, typically, yeah. Uh, sometimes we'll do longer, you know, runs where we'll, we'll cover several states um, in, a, in a pass. And sometimes they're just like a long weekend or, you know, a shorter weekend like this weekend in Arizona. And sometimes they're weeks long tours. Um, mm. that's mostly, uh, when we go out of the country, um, yeah, they can, they can extend much longer, but we're, we're blessed. We're really blessed to be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, Wanda, did you want to answer Kel's question? Oh, about the, um, about the music. Sorry, my phone oh. cut out and I had to get back on oh, there. We lost Kel. Um, we just lost Kel. Okay. We'll do a quick dad joke. Which is faster, yeah. hot or cold? Hot because you can catch a cold. That's oh, awesome. Whoa. I'm going to say, I might That's have to new list. that one on stage. I might have to take that material. <laughs> there, I think he's trying. He's trying. There he is. Hey. Okay. okay. Now this way so Elle can hear. Wow, something, something happened. Everything just went blank. You just went and took a poop. Well, she didn't. She didn't answer the question. We did a dad joke. So now she can answer okay, okay. your question okay. while you're here. Was that about the 80s? Yes. Well, well about it? which type of music you like. Which which Iron Maiden. I like, I, I like a lot. I think I like the earlier stuff better, like most fans do. I like the newer stuff, too. As far as playing, we stick with the older music because that's, um, well, everybody can hear the new stuff from the real deal. So why would they want to? hear us play mm -hmm. it when they can hear the real band do it so we, we stick with the older stuff um on up to you know maybe even blaze bailey years and i think dance with um we do we do we do even ones like uh after that too but mostly older like 20 years or more ago i don't know wouldn't you think kirsten occasionally we'll throw in a newbie but not very much well, I mean, you know, it's funny what seems new because their career is so long. Like to me, like new, he's you know, like Brave New World. You yeah, know, I was thinking Dances that too. Death, but that's not even new anymore. That's like no. decades old. So I, know. I, I have to stop myself yeah. when I'm thinking, wait a second, that's not really that new. So. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, you're old when 20. 20 years doesn't seem that long ago, but it actually is. Oh, no. Well, that ago. was only in 1990 or 2000. You do realize know, that's right? 20 to 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sitting here talking about the music from the 80s. <laughs> so, Trevor what wants to know, what is your favorite song to play? Oh. That's a good one. You, you oh, go, Wanda. We all have more than one. I've got more than one. I like playing Ride with the Ancient Mariner, Philosopher Words, The Duelist, um, Flash of the Blade. There's so many. It's kind of like asking somebody, you know, which one's their favorite child or something. I, I don't know. How about you, Kirsten? That's, Is there that's a good, that's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, I say this again. You know, I, I cannot pick one favorite. I cannot do it. Cannot do it, but I will name one um, 
that we've been doing lately that I really love doing. And that is, um, yeah, that is uh, <laughs> drum roll. That one. Right there, that feel, song. Feel the, the anticipation that building. That was a great intro. Stranger in a strange land. Thank okay. you. There we go. <laughs> That's oh, uh, So I know y'all are located in different areas. How long does it... I don't want to say do y'all meet in one area and then go to these cities, or do y'all just meet at the city airport. itself? Airport. Airport. Yeah, airport. So it's not the tour Generally. bus anymore, seems. So Basically where are you guys spread in. from? Where are you guys at? I know, Wanda, you said you were South California? Yeah, Los Angeles area. Okay. Where's everybody from that's on the band? Just yeah. curiosity. We're, we're all within an hour or two of each other. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, we're all Southern California based, you know, generally LA-ish. Um, but yeah. LA is so huge, so you can still be like two hours apart from each other. <laughs> that's where we are now. It's not where we all hail from, but <laughs> that's where we, we are now. Uh, uh, kind of like the Houston scene. It's like mm -hmm. two hours to get 10 minutes Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Texas is right there with us on that. Well, fun fact, and I said this on other shows, my husband used to live in San Diego, Carlsbad area. Uh -huh. It took us the same time to drive from Carlsbad to El Paso, Texas, as it took for us to drive from El Paso, Texas to our home in East Texas. Wow. Wow. Fun yeah, fact, but wow. true. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how big Texas is. 880 wow. miles across. I've done that drive once. Never again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how big Texas is. It's big. It's interesting. Here's, a, here's, an, here's an interesting question. So, when uh, did you discover Iron Maiden when you were growing up? Mm. That's a trick question. That's trying to that's mm -hmm. trying to find out how old we are. That's <laughs> lady. All right, look, I, I'm gonna come clean. Uh, I when uh, when Power Slave came out. Oh, I was just an infant. Good. No, I wasn't wow. an infant. I was but, born. Uh, Power Slave. That's that's when I first uh, was introduced mm -hmm. to Iron Maiden. Okay. And what was your favorite Power Slave song? Oh. Mm. Ooh, I, I, I love, that's one of my favorite albums still to this day. Uh -huh. I mean, I love, I love Power Slave. I love Flash of the Blade. Uh, I love Back in the Village. Oh, I just put oh, my favorite wow. off that. Well, oh. here's one for y'all both. Oh, well, wait. I know Wanda still needs to answer. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, um, I actually found out about Iron Maiden in high school. Um, when they were passing out bass parts, I was in the performing groups then. I was kind of getting a lot of boring bass parts, so I would be jealous of the other instrumentalists and kind of bummed out about my instrument because, you know, I would just be getting the bread and butter parts, you know? So, uh, you know, one of my friends turned me on to Iron Maiden and just said, hey, check out these bass lines. And uh, that, that's how I became an Iron Maiden fan. I'm like, oh, wow, these... This looks like really fun and interesting to play for a change. And um, 
there you have it. So that's how I found out about them. I, I did really like them. So good deal. Well, I know y'all played all over and I know y'all played overseas, if I'm correct. Yeah. What's somebody else? I would say going to these different places, do you, what would be your favorite cuisine in some of these places or your favorite food? Uh, let, let's get to know y'all a little bit. <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask that because because that is pretty much how we remember the cities and the venues we play. It's like, oh, that was the place that had the excellent buffet or, you know, That's awesome. is that the place where we ordered the salad, but it didn't come with the... Oh, no, no, it was a place where we had the uh, the excellent pizza. Like, that's how we remember. That's the whole, like, geography of our tours and our shows. And that's not a bad um, thing. So, you know, like, okay, we're going to this city. We're going to get this. We're going to this city. We're going to get this. Yeah. This was not good this time. We'll try this this time. And Yeah, we're all, we're, uh, we're, in addition to a band of animal lovers, we're a band of foodies. For sure. And oh yeah. Yeah. The, the 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 quickest way to piss us off or to appease us is revolves around food. It's like, where's the snacks? What's in the green room? You know, is our writer here? What are we eating? When are we eating? So basically, if we bring you to Con Conroe, just feed you. Yeah. Feed totally. well, because you have to remember feed that well. Kirsten's a vegan, so you gotta be careful okay. to feed them. Yes. You don't want to piss off a vegan. No. I'm kidding. No. Probably I, not. I kid. <laughs> I kid. Uh -oh. I'm no straight French nervous. fries. People think that just because I grew up in the ghetto back in the 80s, I should walk around carrying a big old boom box on my shoulder. But I refuse to go with that stereotype. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I did do that. <laughs> did you really? I did. I, I'm just, yeah, I would have, I'd walk around or I'd carry it in a duffel bag and I would be playing with my tape cassettes, my Metallica, my Iron Maiden. Man, I was just like this cool, well, at least in my mind, this cool. Remember like, recording, big, remember recording your favorite boxes. song? Your favorite remember, song on the tape and the mixtape? Remember when you had like tape? two cassettes and you could like dub it, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And of course, if the tape got cut, you had to get the pencil out and... Yeah. Oh, those were the nightmare days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you could have course. a decent tape because you could just record it off the radio. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like buying yeah. a whole tape for one or two songs. Yeah, well, remember, remember. My problem was is I would be sitting there all day waiting for the damn song that I wanted, and then I'd have <laughs> yeah, to go remember, to the bathroom. I'd come wait. back, and then it would be playing. <laughs> but you could record them. You were there. You were there waiting for your song. And you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom, but I can't. I can't go to the bathroom because I gotta wait for my song. And then there it is, I got it. You know. <laughs> so does anybody have a classic car? No. My classic. You no. probably are talking about my 2005 Toyota Matrix. <laughs> I kid. Uh, I think that's a big no. <laughs> got it. Who in the group? Uh stereotype as in style of stereo i know uh, not my best dad uh, joke uh, oh, come on a new wish. you can give him better come on come on yeah this is definitely our dad joke person he is and he's great at it and i have to say sorry amy isn't here she has a 
show that she's actually doing at 7 p.m. tonight. Mm -hmm. And she's actually, she had viral laryngitis, and I think it's starting to come back. I know. <laughs> well, she's, yeah, a, she has a, she's definitely a talker. She is. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you weren't doing Iron Maidens, what would you be doing? Mm. Wanda, you want to take that real quick? You know, I, I probably would have tried to audition for a major symphony or maybe I would have joined in another band or I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to, hard to know or predict what could have been, you know, something, something else musically. I'm, I'm sure I'd be doing something else musically. How about you, Kirsten? Oh, I, I know I'd be a black belt in karate. Not, not that I uh, am anything in karate, but that's pretty fucking cool. And uh, I, you know, I funny, can do karate I think, if I walk through a spider web. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, I'm like, God, why didn't my parents, when I was a little kid, when it was really easy to absorb all this, like, why didn't they make me take karate so I could be like a, you know, quadruple black belt by now? Why didn't they uh, teach me like two other foreign languages? I would have just absorbed it. It would have been super easy. Why didn't they start me on guitar or drums like when I was four years old? So I could be one of these little phenom kids you see on YouTube, you know, playing Russian shit. Uh, <laughs> no, but, that's okay. Mom and dad, you did all right. Um, but really, if I, if I wasn't in, in the Iron Maiden, doing the Iron Maidens right now, um, well, my, my next career move um, is going to be, I'm going to open up um, a cat cafe near where I live. You know, it's going to be a, an actual cafe, a vegan cafe. I used to actually co-own a vegan bakery in Washington, D.C. called Sticky Fingers. So I have, I do have some experience with that, but I want it to be a, a cat cafe too, where you can adopt cats. That's, that's my plan B. Mm -hmm. So what is that like? I mean... They're just running around and they can... No, I mean, they're actually... It's a thing now. It's a thing. Like, Actually, I first discovered it when we were in New Zealand, but they're all over the U.S. Um, they're all over the world. So um, a lot of these places, the, the cafe part is really very uh, sort of uh, for, formality. You know, you can come in, you get a cup of coffee and like a packaged cookie, and then you can play with the cats. But I want to do it where it's uh, a bit more of a cafe setting. However, to, you know, uh, comply with any health department uh, edicts, mm -hmm. the, the cats have to be very separate from the kitchen area. And, so they can and have like a little playroom. Like, yeah, they have like one building and you have to go into another door into like a, a cat playroom, essentially, if you want to play with the cats. It's That's cool. Awesome. So you said yeah. you guys are both foodies, like your whole crew is foodies. Yeah, the what whole is crew. What is your favorite food? Salad doesn't count. I got one Salad category. Count. It's called dessert. Dessert. <laughs> uh, she's with, got a sweet uh, tooth. With, uh, with a minor in fried. Dessert and fried. There you go. Nice. You're good. You got to come here during like Texas State Fair time. We have like deep fried Twinkies, deep fried pickles, deep fried Snickers. We have all sorts of deep wow. fried stuff. Oreos, speaking, too, I think. Are deep, fried. Heart, yeah, deep fried Oreos. Speaking of food, Miss <laughs> Wanda, what about you? Again. I don't know. Um, I like trying, you, you know, I like as much as I like trying different things. Um, 
I, I like simple things too. I, I still like grilled cheese and tomato sandwiches at Denny's, mm -hmm. you know, just, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I like. Uh, usually I'll join Kirsten. Our thing is finding a really good vegan restaurant and taking pictures and I'll send it to my brother who's also, well, he's a vegetarian. And then when I go out with him, we go to vegan places and we take pictures and send them to Kirsten. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit more of a challenge, I think, finding, well, not so much in California, but, you know, different places, it's a challenge finding vegan food that tastes really good. So, um, anyway. I know, they I know they have them here, but it's like, I think oh, the yeah. folks are saying, I can even think of them yeah, in my head, it's like super salad. Spyro. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Recently? I mean... Like Burger King has, you know, vegan burgers now. Like it's just so, mm -hmm. it's everywhere. It's so mainstream now. So do you guys yeah. cook too or just enjoy the food? Well, some people are cooks. Like I'm a cook, but I'm not a recipe cook. I'm one of those that kind of I sprinkle and my ancestors tell me when to stop. So I wasn't oh. sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you guys, you know, you guys said you're foodies. Are you? Cooks I, just too, or I, just... I just make basic things like sandwiches and you know I, i'm a very basic cook I, I don't really enjoy it very much it's just kind of like okay well you know i've got to make something type type of deal and we go in there i feel like a mad scientist when i'm in there so you know, nothing is ever I the same it. but it's always good we'll see what's me, always got means, me as you necessary means to the end i fucking hate <laughs> yeah. cooking but you, you sit there and you cook for 45 minutes, you eat for 10 minutes, and then you have to clean up for 30 minutes. It's like, um, yeah, it's got this big mess. Yeah. See, what I do though is I over, like, I make big batches. So, like, I make fresh spaghetti sauce and I'll batch it and put it in the freezer and pull it out when we need it. And yeah, so I overcook smart that way, way to do it, it. it comes back. Oh, it is. I think that works if, you've, if you're cooking for more than a couple people, but I don't know. I mean, ah, there's two of us. Yeah, we. I, I've tried that before, and but you guys travel like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, that we we do. It's kind of like, oh, do we feel like having this again? And you know, like so now we'll usually only make enough for a couple meals or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, with your traveling schedules, how do you guys keep everything straight? I apparently don't. So I don't really even know <laughs> where we're playing or when. Um, yeah, who's, yeah. In charge of, who's in Usually charge of I have a calendar. I'm straight. kind of surprised. This is the first time I've ever like not been on the uh not remembered a an interview, but I I don't think I was the contact for this one. I, I heard from somebody else and the last reminder I got was like three or four days ago. I had that that may as well have been forever ago, but um I don't know. But she wouldn't well, I mean, change the so thing. There's so yep. many things that have to happen for us to, to like, you know, play show, like, especially if they're out of town shows, well, every show, it has to be advanced, meaning you, you have to find out all the, the information and the details ahead of time. And if it's a travel show, you know, airfares have to be purchased, uh, a rental van, you know, has to be um, procured. So there's, it's not like we're just like, oh, we're going to play a show this weekend. Like so many steps yeah. have gone into it well yeah. before. Uh, and then, and then of course, I got to put it in my Google calendar. Otherwise <laughs> I, I might yeah. not show up at the airport. 
And I'm uh, leaving tomorrow too. So I think just right before a show, they just things get a little bit crazy. I still have to go pick up all our shirts. Oh, our oh, merchandise. Wow. So uh, yeah. yeah. I think I think Elle had a question a minute ago. Uh, so uh, this question goes along with kind of what we were talking about about who's the one that keeps it all together in the band, or who's the one who's like in charge of like everything. We don't have anybody really... who's in charge of everything. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah. a collaborative you know effort where all five of us just kind of keep it rolling and it's nice that we're all five because you know invariably you know somebody's gonna forget something or somebody it's just good that you know there's four other people that kind of have your back a little bit like um mm -hmm. we all have different strengths i think and uh yeah it, and it just it just works out we have a booking agent that takes care of our um you know all of our booking if we do hire a tour manager um, but I wouldn't say he's a hundred percent in charge or anything. He, you know, no. he just kind of organizes it. And, um, I, I would have to say that we don't really have a boss or one person in charge. It's, it's really a group effort. It, that kind of, you know, like it really is. Yeah. So basically like you, which I agree with, there's no I in the team and y'all really work as a team. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we like we don't have a manager. We're just we're just the five girls, you know, doing it with our booking agent, essentially. You yeah. Know? Homegrown operation. That's yeah. good though. That's definitely the best way. Anyway, I know our time's coming to an end here, but Definitely want to thank y'all for being on the show. We enjoyed having y'all here. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you That's for inviting great. us. Thank you. Thank you is so there, much. Is there anything that you'd like to let our listeners know? Any words of advice? Any? Let's just stick with mm. words of advice. <laughs> words of advice. All right. Make sure to, to cook your lentils thoroughly before you eat them. <laughs> That's that's a good one. I don't know. That one's kind of hard to beat, Kirsten. I, good thought. I can top that. I'm just a font of, of useful advice, <laughs> clearly. That's good advice. <laughs> just every, everybody be safe out there. Be be cool. You know, be compassionate uh, to to everyone, animals, the earth, yourself, and uh, check out check us out on you know on the socials. Um, Instagram, Facebook, the Iron Maidens official. Come to a show. Just be happy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and we're, and especially we're very this happy time to be on your show. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, this is a pleasure. It's always an honor. I mean, we yes, never forget for one minute. We're, we're yeah, a tribute you. band. Thank you so and, much for being you know, here. No, thank well, you for having us. It's truly our pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having yeah. us. And everyone, well, I know I'll be doing live interviews on Saturday at NerdCon. So you never know who's going to pop on our show with the guests that they have and plus the vendors. So we will talk to y'all on Saturday. Until then, see y'all later. Bye. See you hey. later.